This morning, I want to I I just share a word of authority and power with you. We have authority and we have power, amen? amen. And I want to pray for the sick. And uh, sick is not just those that are sick in their body. You might be other areas. Maybe you're dealing with a family issue, a relationship issue, or your finances. It doesn't matter. The Lord is a restorer and a healer, amen? amen. He heals and then he restores. And when, when the Lord's done with your life, it's going to be better than ever, amen? amen. Matter of fact, Jesus' promise for the life that he has for you is abundant. In other words, you can't measure the life that God's going to give you. He's going to give you so much that you're going to have to give it away. Amen? Amen. Praise God. You know, I just felt in my spirit, man, this morning uh, before I preach, uh, as we were picking up the offerings, if you have any student debt that needs to be paid off, stand up. I want to pray for you right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Student debt's a curse. It needs to be paid off in the name of Jesus. And so we're going we're gonna to ask God for his anointing. Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone around, you, around them, just stretch your hand towards those that are around you that are, are believing God for student debt to be paid off. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak over their debt. We command that debt to die in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that the anointing destroys the yoke of bondage where there's nothing even in it, not even a trace of it. So, Lord, we just release your anointing to destroy it in the name of Jesus. We speak that all their debts will be paid off in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you that you will do a quick work that will happen speedily in the name of Jesus. That your favor is upon them, your blessings upon them, and your hand of deliverance is, is being stretched towards them right now in Jesus' mighty name. All debt be paid in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Go with me to Luke chapter 4. Say authority. authority. Say power. power. In Luke chapter 4, beginning in verse 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now go down to verse 31. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbaths. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. Everybody say authority. authority. Now in the synagogue there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in the midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke amongst themselves, saying, What a word this is, for with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits, and they came out. They come out. Amen? Amen. Say authority. authority. Power. power. Authority. authority. Power. power. When, when I was growing in the ministry, I was a youth pastor, and this one man who was a part of like the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, he was starting a, a new work in one of the cities, 
and uh, he invited me to go to the junior high that he was going to speak to the, the kids and invite them out to one of the Bible studies that they were going to have there on the campus. So I went with them. And when, uh, when I got there, the, the teacher who was the, I think they call him a sponsor, the, the one that opened up their, her class so that they could have the, the, the meetings there, we met the teacher. And the teacher, she greeted the man, my friend, and, and then when I went to shake her hand, she pulled her hand back. She took a step back. She looked at my friend, can I talk to you? And they went to another room, and I just stayed there. Okay, praise God. Understand, I'm just, I'm just going for the, to be with my friend. He invited me, you know, I was hoping he'd buy me lunch. I mean, I was... Doesn't take much to get me someplace, amen. <laughs> and so later on, we my friend was going to stand on the little bench there and just talk to the kids as they were gathering before they went to the school cl their, their classrooms in the morning. And uh, he asked me, he said, Kevin, will you talk to him first? And and so I stood up there and and you know, I just shouted at everybody, hey, how you doing? My name is Kevin, and we're excited about announcing that we're going to have these Bible study classes here at the school. And I just, you know, said a couple of jokes, just greeted them nice and kind. And then my friend jumped up there, and he, he started talking to the kids, inviting them to the class. And then the, the, the lady, she wanted to, to say something, so she stood up there, and I mean, she was like freaky. Just, I mean, just weird. Like all the kids, their mouths were like, and she was just gibberish. And then I just stood back up there and tried to, you know, gain the tension a little bit, you know, and, and just so that, you know, we don't scare the kids. I, I, I mean, this girl, I don't know what was going on with her. And, you know, the, the, the class rang, the, the bell rang, and they went to the classrooms. And then we were there outside in the little plaza, and then we were doing the Pledge of Allegiance. And I'm looking at my friend, I'm saying, bro, this teacher, I don't think she's the one you're supposed to be working with. And as I'm talking to her, now this teacher, let's just say that she, <laughs> my wife's not here so I can say it, she went to the back. <laughs> she was a BMW. A big Mexican woman. <laughs> and she was behind me about 10 feet. And we were doing the Pledge of Allegiance. And I'm talking to my friend. And all we hear is a thump. <laughs> she fell out and started manifesting a devil. And I'm looking at her. And then the teachers come, the, 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 the nurses come. And I recognize that she saw authority in my life. And so I looked at my friend, I said, I said, bro, we can try to explain this, but you really just can't. Let's let them do their job. We'll come back and talk to the principal. And so we're in the in the parking lot. And then we hear a bunch of commotion, a bunch of teachers screaming. 
and we see this BMW going about 50 miles per hour, <laughs> running in the parking lot, and when I looked at her, she hit the floor again, boom. I was not exercising authority and power, but I had received authority and power. Amen. And the spirits had to recognize the authority and power. Amen. Amen. Jesus, he wasn't casting out devils, but the devils recognized the authority, the power that he had. Amen. They recognized him. Amen. When you walk in authority and power, the world will recognize. Devils will recognize. There's two things that you need to have. You need to have authority and power. That's something that the Lord has given to us. Jesus was authorized by God. That's what authority means. It's authorization. He was authorized by God. Amen. Now, he was authorized by God, but he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. Jesus did not perform any miracles until the Holy Spirit came upon him on the day of baptism. Then he began to operate under the power of the Holy Ghost. So he had authority given to him by the Father, and then he had the Holy Ghost power upon his life, so he had authority and power. You need both. You need both. If I were, if I had my keys on, on a desk, I have the power and I have the authority to drive my car. It's my car, my keys, I have authority and power. If you saw my keys, and you took my keys, you have the power, but you don't have the authority. And a greater one than you will come. But when you have, if, if I saw you and I said, hey, Go drive my car. And I gave you the keys. You have authority and you have power. I want to let you know that Jesus gives you authority and power over all the works of the devil. Amen. Amen. You have the power and you have the authority in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you would go, well, go to Luke chapter 10. But the authority and the power is power to save, power to heal. And power to deliver. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me. And so everybody say, save, save. Heal, heal, deliver. deliver. Again, save, save. Heal, heal, deliver. deliver. And you have that power, you have that authority by the Holy Ghost. And if you don't, get it today. It's yours, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And so Jesus used the authority and power that had been given to him to cast out devils. He knew who he was and the power that had been invested in him. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, it says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Where is your name? It's in heaven. That means everything is underneath you. And Jesus gives you the power to trample over all the works of the devil. Nothing will hurt you. 
I don't care what devils start manifesting, how creepy they might look, what other people, you know, how they will operate under anger. There are times where there are, there are people that are under the impression, the, the possession of a devil, and the spirit of anger is upon them, and, and they start acting out under that spirit of anger. Why are you scared? You have authority and power over that spirit. Jesus said it won't hurt you. Amen. There's times that I have to deal with people that have a spirit of anger upon them, and they try to get violent. I don't get far away from them. I get close to them. They, 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 they might be real strong. They might, they might put a lot of anger in that, you know, in their words. They, you know, like a dog barking. But I, I get close to them. Why? Because I want to give them a pet. And lay my hands upon them. And command that devil to get out. And set them free. Because we have a power and authority to do this. See, understand, the power and the authority is for purpose. The problem is that a lot of people are looking at themselves and saying, I'm going to get power and authority so I can minister to myself. It doesn't work that way. Jesus didn't come to be, to, to be served. He came to serve. His anointing and his power is there to serve. If you will serve, if you will minister to people with the authority and power that God has given you, the kingdom of God will be revealed, the glory of the Lord will be manifested, people's lives will be changed, and the joy of the Lord will come and give you so much strength. Your reward is God. God says, I am your exceedingly and great reward. Thank God for the blessing of the Lord. Thank God for material things and, 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 and favor and, and, and his blessings upon you. But the greatest blessing is God himself. And if you got him, you got everything. Amen. And so that's why we're called to serve the Lord. But we're called to serve the Lord with authority and with power. Amen. Say authority. authority. Power. And so we, we must receive it by faith. You must receive authority over all the power of the enemy. Not part of the power, all of the power of the enemy. Some people say, oh, don't mess with them. They're a witch. They better not mess with me. I got Jesus. My God is bigger. Their God is dead. My God's alive. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and not only that, you have to receive it, and then you have to believe his word. You have to believe his word where you're fully convinced, fully convinced that as you operate under the authority and power of the Holy Ghost, under the authority and power through the name of Jesus, that that devil is subject to the name. It's subject to the authority that's been invested in your life. It's not subject to your name. You can't lay hands on the sick and say, in the name of Kevin Ortiz. Nothing will happen. But there's power in the name of Jesus. You'll be authorized in the name of Jesus, amen? And so you got to know who you are. You have to know that you are higher than anything that's in this world because you're operating, you're living in the name of Jesus, amen? Your name is written in heaven. Now, go to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, But you shall receive power, everybody say power, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, 
and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Amen. And so we receive Holy Ghost power for the sole purpose of being a witness. Some people think, I'm going to receive power so I can cast out devils. Listen, that's just part of the process. If someone has a devil, you cast it out. But don't go looking around and say, I'm a devil casting outer. It's funny, you know, they, they, people get, get authority and power, and next thing you know, they're buying white suits, carrying, you know, walking around with musicians and and, oh, I, can't, I, I need this type of water. I need to be served here and served there so I can cast out. No. You do it so that they can know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Amen. There are times that, that I, be, I might be in a, in a meeting and the devils start manifesting where a spirit of anger or rage will come upon a person. And you could tell that I'm not, they're not able to hear the word of God or those around them cannot hear the word, word of God. So I'll stop and I'll go right up to the person. I'll lay my hands on and say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I bind you in the name of Jesus. You, you Take your hands off this man right now, this woman. And you'll see the peace of God come upon that person's life. And then there's such peace there that we could preach the gospel. Amen. You know, the quick way to, 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 to see a devil uh, come out is to interrupt me preaching the gospel. You know, I, I went to, it's funny, I'm going to go down there for a while, amen. amen. I, I was, uh, you know, the Lord started revealing his authority and anointing and power upon my life. And, and as I'm preaching, devils started shouting and manifesting in the people. And then after a while, I started saying, God, they, they, they keep on manifesting in the services. And I, I thought there was something wrong. Because it's tough to preach over them. And Jesus said, no, they did that in my services too. Amen. Matter of fact, if we don't see the anointing of God in demonstration, you have to question the word that they're preaching. If you don't see God's glory through your life, are you really preaching the gospel? We're not theologians. We're not, trying to, we're not trying to be philosophers. We're not trying to convince people with words. It's so much easier to win souls and to, to see people delivered and, and set free if you just trust in the anointing and the, and the authority and the power that God has put upon your life. Amen. But pastor, I, you know, I've done some bad things in my life. Yes, but Jesus has done some incredible things. Amen. It's not about you. It's about him. Yes. You just got to put on the uniform. Put on the full armor of God and recognize you're just there to serve. Amen. Because when I, when I stand before you, I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, Lord, let me be the best me I can be. I'm saying, oh, Lord, show us your glory. Not mine. Say authority. Power. I mean, this authority and power is, is over the devils. It's over, it's over those that are oppressed by sickness and disease. All the works of the devil. The Bible says Jesus went around destroying all the works of the devil. Not part of the works. All the works of the devil. And so this anointing is upon you. If you have the Holy Spirit in your heart, 
you can begin to believe and receive the Holy Spirit upon your life so that the anointing and the power will be there. Amen. Amen. To heal the sick, to save the lost, to set the captives free. The power to be a witness. Amen. How many of y'all believe that? Hallelujah. I want to share one last story and then I want to I want to pray for the sick. See how much time we have. We got about a little less than 20 minutes before our brothers and sisters that are watching on, on the air are going to lose uh, the, the, the viewing. But you can always go to the website, faithisgod.com, and you can watch us live there. But uh, there was this young man. He had a best friend. And as they were growing up, his best friend started saying, you know, I want to join the military. And so they both agreed they were, they were going to join the military, and that was going to be the course of their life as they grew up. And this one, this young man, he, he gave his life to Jesus. His parents were ministers. And God began to speak to him that you need to lead, lead your friend to me. Your friend is lost and he needs to know Jesus. He needs to know salvation. And so the Holy Spirit has spoken to him about it. But because he was such good friends, he was kind of scared to speak to his friend about Jesus. It was something that he didn't really speak to his friend about. They had a great relationship and everything else, but they didn't have the witness relationship. Something happened where his friend died. And the young man comes running to his parents, broken, he said, last week the Holy Spirit spoke to me about witnessing to my friend and leading him to Jesus. And now he's dead. His parents just told me that he's in the hospital and he passed away. I missed the opportunity to preach the gospel to him. His parents looked at him and said, son... You know what you have to go do. Go to that hospital and raise them from the dead. This 16-year-old boy, he walked into the room where the parents were mourning over their dead son. And he looked at the parents and he said, I'm here to raise my friend from the dead. The parents looked at him and said, son, it's, he's dead. He, he was insistent. So he, he was able to stay alone in the room with his friend, dead body. And he began to speak to his friend about who Jesus is. And he said, if you want to give your life to the Lord, now understand his friend is dead. He, he preached to him about the plan of salvation. And he says, if you want to give your life to Jesus, say this prayer with me. And as he began to say the prayer over his dead friend's body, the friend got back up and came back to life. There's power. There's authority. Not little. Great power. 
great authority. And it's available to every one of you. Jesus said this. The, the, he said, greater things will you do because I go to the Father. Jesus went to the Father so that he could send the Holy Ghost to us. Someone says, well, the book of Acts is finished. No, there's another chapter, and that's your life. It's the acts of the Holy Spirit through your life. But you have to believe that there's authority and power and receive it by faith. Invite the Holy Spirit to come upon you and then let the Holy Spirit lead you because that's what the Holy Spirit will do. He will lead you so that the anointing, the power of God will flow through your life. Amen. Amen. There's, there's so much more I would like to teach you, but we've run out of time. Can we give God praise? Amen. Hallelujah.